on today's episode of Let's Grow Together. Oh my gosh, I just, I want to jump and scream right now because this is the best episode. I'm sorry for previous guests, but this is what happens when you bring on your mentor. He is my mentor. He is my coach. He has influenced me and helped me in so many ways on so many levels. And so to be able to have the opportunity to have him on my show, to share his insights, to share his value. And oh my gosh, does he deliver. So incredible. Oh, I, I don't even want to like, I know sometimes at the intro, I'll explain a little bit, but it's just too powerful in understanding how he's been able to build the $10 million business that he's been able to create and his journey along the way and how he, what he contributes to his success and making it happen. So without further ado, Let's dive into this incredible, incredible interview with the one and only James Wedmore. But first, the intro. In order to become the best version of ourselves, it requires creating great habits. It is not just what we do every day, but also how we think. Join me and my friends as we dive into all things personal development. My name is Nick Bonatotibus, and this show is all about helping you grow in both business and life. Welcome to Let's Grow Together. We are back and this is truly an unbelievable treat. It is so amazing to be welcoming this individual. If you're a regular listener, you know, because his name has been brought up so many times on previous episodes with previous people because I've connected with so many people through this individual. So I am so incredibly grateful and proud to welcome James Wedmore to the show. Nicholas, what's up, buddy? <laughs> it's so glad, thanks. so glad you're here. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's, uh, I wanted to share a funny story before we get into you that I think is, is so important. So I went, to, and I'm curious if you remember this, probably not, you meet a lot of people, but it was at the Kajabi Summit and I was a huge, huge fan of you. I watched your YouTube videos long before, you know, uh, years ago, you know, before I think business by design even existed. And so when I came to the wow. Kajabi Summit, I had one goal. I was like, my goal is to get a picture with James Wedmore. And so throughout the whole event, I'm talking to different people and they're, you know, they would say, so what are you most excited about? I'm like, well, really, I'm just excited to see James, but my, my goal is to get a picture with him. People were like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I just kept saying it to every single person that I talked to. It was just, it was my only thing that I wanted to accomplish at this event, get a picture with James Wedmore. Eventually, I said it to the right person. Oh, I said it to Drew, who was on your, uh, who was on your show. And I had told him that. Um, and so wow. he said, I'll make that happen for you. And I'm like, really? You know, at the same time, when someone says something, you're not always sure whether or not they're going to be able to make it happen. But there he is next day morning, he's texting Jilly. And then, you know, I'm like waiting and, and there's like all these women waiting to take their picture, trying to get a hold of you. But, but no, me, it's like, oh, Nick's got an appointment. He's got an appointment to get a picture with James. And so I was able to get a picture with you. I still have that. And it was just, so awesome. So thanks for being so amazing. I had to share that story. Uh, that's a great story, man. I, pre I appreciate that. I, I hope it wasn't a letdown. 
was no. all, not all for nothing. Like, no, the it. letdown was me because Drew's like, all right, like, ask a question. That's your one thing. Ask one question. And I, and I froze and I couldn't, I think of a question. But hey, here you are now oh, and I get to ask you questions. <laughs> anything, anything you want. Oh, man. I, I mean, I appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. Amazing. <laughs> so, story. real quick, for those of, who are maybe listening who don't know you tell us a little bit of a quick about who you are what you do and who you serve yeah i'll try to get to like the 30 second version so that we can like go into some juicy stuff um i run a podcast called the mind your business podcast uh, and, a, and a program called business by design i help today i help the digital product course creator launch and scale that business uh, this is what i've been doing for 14 years and it all started because i was a bartender hated my job, hated my life. And I decided back in 2007 to create an online bartending school. That's how it all began. I got my first sale, April 18th, 2008. Someone in San Antonio purchased my online bartending school and I was off to the races. And I've spent the last 14 years obsessing over marketing, sales, business. And then that led you into personal growth, spiritual growth, and, you know, today I'm just left with, I think everyone should be a freaking entrepreneur. I think everyone should follow their dreams, go after it. And when you look at that business and what, what it gives you, the opportunities that it makes available to you, your business is a reflection of you. Uh, you grow, the business grows. And I see when I look at where, where we are today, you know, eight figure company, being able to reach all these people, amazing stuff. It is the result of my own growth of who, who I became and really about who I unbecome, became, who I let go of being to step into who I am. And uh, what, an, what an amazing journey. It's a, it's a path. It's a path to be uh, an entrepreneur. And it's a lonely path. It's a difficult path. It's, you know, that quote, right, that we've all heard today. It's just like entrepreneurship is, is doing what most people are unwilling to do so you can live the life that most people can't. Doing what most people are unwilling to do so you can experience what most never do. Absolutely. Amazing. And one thing that, that you said that um, I, I'd love to dive deeper into is talking about kind of uh, un, you getting rid of that previous self as the way to grow versus actually creating a new version of yourself. So I would love if you could kind of explain that in a little bit greater detail of how you were able to let go and kind of shift yourself and to create this new identity so that you can build the business that you have today. How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have so much I can, I can share there. It's going to help to anchor a really powerful framework for people. Um, I've taught this, so you are familiar with this. You know, you've heard this before. Um, these are the, this is called the logical levels. This was popularized in NLP by Robert Diltz, originally created by Gregory Bateson and like the 1950s psychologist. Don't quote me on all that, but, um, the logical levels are basically this hierarchy of change that's available to us. So at the, at the bottom level, we have our environment, the environment. And so this is like a pyramid, right? So if you drew this out, the, the bottom level is your environment, the external environment circumstances that you have. This is everything from your house to your car, to your bank account, to what you see around you in 3d physical. And people wake up one day and they say, I'd like a change, you know, contrast creates clarity. We listen to a podcast or we see somebody else or we follow some stupid influencer on Instagram. And we're like, I want a better life. I want something contrast 
clarity, desire, I want something new. So we go to change something. What most people are doing is they're focusing on the next level up the chain, which is behaviors, doings, and actions. What do I need to do? Uh, what behaviors and habits? This is great. Absolutely. If you do something different, you're going to get a different result. But there's a lot of people out there that are given the steps, given the actions, telling people what to do. Here's the things. Here's the thing. And a lot of people aren't doing them. A lot of people are doing them the wrong way. And a lot of people are doing them and not seeing a change. And so what this whole model proposes is that the higher we go up these levels, the more impactful and deeper and profound the change is going to be. And there's several levels. It goes from environment to behaviors and then behaviors up to skills and capabilities. In other words, uh, a lot of the things that I'm, I teach and share are skills. So like interviewing, how many, how many episodes have you done on the podcast? Uh, this is around 60. I think this is yeah. 65, so you, I think. Are you a little better at doing it today than you were on like the first couple of episodes? Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I've gotten <laughs> yeah. Great feedback on that as well, which is always a nice, nice thing. They're like, wow, you used to suck at this, but now you're amazing. <laughs> right. So, but it's a skill. It's, it's a skill. You get better at communicating, talking, running a podcast. You get better at interviewing people. It's a skill. A lot of people today go like, well, I did it once. It didn't work. I give up. I quit. Wow. You know, you should do a Ted talk on how inspiring you are, but it's a skill and it's like practice allow yourself to fail, allow yourself to be ugly and messy and all those things, make mistakes, look bad, look stupid. That's like, I always joke and say, that's my secret to success. I'm more willing to look stupid and make a mistake than most people, which is why I succeed. Isn't that interesting how life works? So skills, when you develop skills, all of a sudden you get better at something, the doing becomes better. You get better at a skill and now the behavior becomes more effective and is more effective at, at changing the environment. See how this works. We go up and the level above skills and capabilities is beliefs. Beliefs are the thoughts that you no longer think about. Beliefs are the bricks that you put in the wall behind you that you lock in as your model of the world. Beliefs are the things you say, this is just the way it is, James. Beliefs are the predictions you create about what's going to happen when you go out and do something. If I do this, James, it's not going to work. I'm going to risk. I'm going to fail. I'm going to look stupid. They're going to laugh at me. Those are all beliefs. Beliefs are the things you say about people, about business, about sales, about marketing, about your community, about yourself, right? And that takes you to the ultimate belief, which is the belief about who you are, who you say you are, who you've created yourself to be. And most people are creating beliefs skills and habits and ultimately an environment from an identity that is not conducive or aligned with the outcomes that they want. Most people are trying to run a business with the identity of an, entre uh, of an employee, not an entrepreneur. Most people are trying to create a business from the identity of a consumer, not a producer. Most people are trying to create a business from a broke, poverty, lack identity from an identity of I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not good enough, I'm not an expert, I'm not special. And then they wonder why their business isn't growing. Well, you just created your entire world from who you've already created yourself to be and it must align with that. <clears throat> Took me a really long time, Nick, to figure this out and we just explained that in like five minutes. So congratulations. I just shortcutted like four years of pain that I went through because I was like, why isn't this not working? I'm smart and I'm hardworking and I couldn't get any results. I struggled for like four and a half years. So when you get that, you realize that there's, there's three levels. I did the logical levels. Now we're going to do like three phases. 
90 plus percent of people on the street don't have goals. I think it's probably higher, right? Like 97%. You could just do, do this as an experiment. Go up to a random stranger on the street. They're like, hey, how's it going? Nice, nice, nice to meet you. I'm sorry. Like, I just, this is a weird question, but like, what, what are your goals right now? Like, what's your biggest goal? What do you think people are going to say? What, what, what? Goal? You know, and it, it, for most of us, it's really sad. It's like, just make it to the weekend or hope I don't get COVID or, you know, it's, it's like survival based. How do I survive? Then we get the weird breed of entrepreneurs. We're a weird breed. We, we like podcasts about personal development. Everyone else laughs at us because we would go to the self-help section at Barnes and Noble and like, loser, you need to help yourself. You know, and all the while we're like, why, why are they laughing at me? Like I'm becoming a better version of myself, right? So yeah, um, so entrepreneurs have goals. Nine out of 10 entrepreneurs, eh, maybe, I don't know, seven out of 10 have goals you say what do you want nick and they're like i'm gonna make this the number one podcast i can build my million dollar business like you know where you're going and that's so important because you are the creator of your life this is your story we think we're just like a character like a bag in the wind and the breeze is just blowing you wherever you go this is react to life but you're not just the main character folks you're the freaking author and that's really true and it's like it's really as simple as this but my mentor told me this it changed everything he said, you don't like the life you're living, turn the page and create a new story, right? But we don't do that, okay? So phase one, most people, the average people don't have goals. They don't live their life with intent. Entrepreneurs, on the other hand, they start to do that. That's the second level, but there's a higher level, okay? Once you get clear on what you want, we're gonna take this a whole nother level. The thing that you want wants something from you. And that's where people fall short. I want a business. I want a seven figure business. I want a fuck it. I want an eight figure business, right? That's what we did. Okay. The moment you speak into existence, the thing you want, it wants something from you or rather requires something from you or rather requires a specific version of you. So you want a you want a six figure business? What does that business need from me? Who do I need to be to run that business? Uh, John Watson was the um, CEO of IBM in its heyday. You've heard me probably tell this story about a thousand times. So this anchors all of this for people. This changed my life and my business. Okay, we took the business from two to three million to to, to nine point something million in one year. I have a CFO consultant who's retired. He works with us for like shits and giggles uh, to helps us out, consults us on our finances. Um, he retired because he took the company free credit report from like struggling couple million startup to like multi, multi, multi million and then sold it for like a gajillion dollars. Right? You can Google how much free credit report was sold. And he was the CFO for that company. So now he consults small businesses for, for fun, you know, in his spare time. And he said, James, I've been doing this a long time. I have never seen small business do what you just did. I'm about to tell you exactly what we did. And it doesn't matter if you just started your business yesterday or you've been in business for 20 years or anywhere in between. It does not matter. This is a universal applicable process, uh, three steps, no matter where you're at. And I got it from John Watson, founder of IBM. And when he retired and he took IBM to this massive level of success, 
some stupid reporter asked some, you know, I call it like a stupid reporter because it's like some interviewer that's like never started a business, never been the CEO of a company, nothing like that, and asked that dumb question like, Mr. Watson, what's the secret to your success? Right? Like it's just, you know, oh, here it is. No one knew it, but now you know it. Go out there. And gosh darn it, as stupid as that question was, this SOB had an answer. And he shared three steps. And these three steps I've already shared with you, but I'm going to share it again from the way that he shared it because it all aligns. Like what I look for in my life, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lifetime learning student. And I know I open a loop and then I go on a tangent. I get that, but we're going on a tangent. And I've always had a growth beginner student mindset. And one of the things that I set out and when I read and read and read and my program after program and work with coach after coach is I look, I look for where I find the same thing in different places. Like when people are saying the same thing, but maybe I find it in a spiritual text or, or a personal help book, a development book or in a story or in a, in a business book. And it's like, these, they're everyone saying the same thing. And I go, that must mean it's true, right? And I found these like, wow, it's said here, it's said here, it's said here, it's said in these different ways. And it's, I've read them in psychology books to, you know, like, you know, personal development, but I'm like, oh my goodness, it's all the same thing. And so you'll hear me say the same thing, but I say it in different ways so that we can start to connect it together and you can show you that that's true. So he shared it in three steps and these are the three steps. He said, step number one, I knew that if we were gonna ever grow the company, grow our business, if you are ever gonna get reach a result, we had to know what that end result is. Now, what's the destination? A lot of people are out there going, I'm building a business, okay? But they don't know what they're building. It's like, great, what are you building? Show me the blueprint. Architects and contractors don't just say, I don't know, I'm just building today. I think if I just hammer this nail, I'm gonna build something. No, they have a completed blueprint. So number one, he said, you must get clear on the completed blueprint. Successful entrepreneurs are visionaries, which means they have a vision. So what's the vision? What's the done business? That is so important and so overlooked. And I know it's people like that's simple, but you have a completed vision. Are you clear on where you're going? You don't get to an airport and they're like, where would you like to go? And they're like, ah, surprise me. I don't know. No, you know where you're going. You, I'm like, I'm going to the Bahamas, baby. So <laughs> that's step one. Step two, this is where it starts getting interesting. He said, once we got clear on what the done business was uh, looking like, the destination, the completed business, we had to get clear on how that business would operate. How does that business function? How does that business make decisions? How does that team of employees operate? How does that business function in the world? And that's really important. Most, most people don't have that answer. This is pretty cool, but it was step three that blew my mind. He said, step three, I knew that if we were ever gonna get to that completed business, which he did, that if we were ever gonna reach our goals, which he did, if we were gonna make that money, which he did, then the only way in hell that that was ever gonna happen was if we started to act that way now. We needed to be that company now from the beginning. That changed everything. So when you say, I want this business, I want this thing, 
what does this thing want or need from you? And are you giving it? Most people say, I don't know if I have what it takes. Oh, you've got what it takes. If the desire was born within you, then you have the resources within you already. It's simply a matter of, are you giving what it takes? Okay. I know like Nick, like 20 minutes ago, I asked this one simple question, but like I said, it's a big, big question he asked. It's a very important one. Are you willing to give what your business takes? Who do I need to be to run this six-figure business? Who, what are the qualities, characteristics, and ways of being? What are the beliefs, the skills of a six-figure business owner? How would he or she run this business? And if you're not doing that now, you're like, I'm going to keep running my business the way I've been running it, but you expect something to change. You, you want to run your business like the consumer. You want to run your business like an overworked, underpaid employee, yet you want a thriving, successful business. It doesn't work that way. Change begins from the inside and within first, always, every time, 100%. Who does this business need me to be today, right now? And when you begin to answer that question every single time, it's a process of letting go. When you let go, you let in. Resistance is a state we feel when there's the part of us that's becoming the person we need to become, and there's a part of us that's holding on to who we've been. And resistance is holding on to the parts that no longer serve you. When you let that go, you always let in so much more. Human beings love to hold on because it gives us certainty, safety. We get to stay where we are. I know this, this is familiar. But you're a freaking entrepreneur. You, you signed up for a business to start your own business from scratch because you wanted safety and security. Do you even know what being an entrepreneur is? It's all about risk. It's all about uncertainty. It's all about creating in and from the unknown. You got to let that stuff go. Is this? Did that answer your question? Yes. Amazing. On so many levels and so many questions have come up. One thing I wanted to come on real quick about that last part you said about entrepreneurship is if you look up, you like Google entrepreneurship, it literally says like requires financial risks or some aspect of that. <laughs> it's like literally yeah, in inherent. the definition on Google. And one thing yeah. that I thought was super interesting <laughs> about what you were talking about and goals was a big part of this in really when, when you're focusing on, on that vision of like what you want. And so from your experience, when, when you, like you have this amazing eight figure business and so many people are like, I want to be James, you know, they're trying to do this, obviously not being patient enough and seeing the, the time that took the work that you put in behind the scenes, you know, we want to rush yeah. like, why, why am I not this successful? Oh, well, you've been in business for six months. So, you know, what do you expect? Well, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but one of the things that is, is interesting is, is did you see this eight, eight figure business? Like when you were in this time, you mentioned like four years ago was a point when you went through the growth, but was there a time before that? Like, did you vision what you have today years ago? Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. That's the thing. The, your vision's a moving target. Okay. So my first iteration of the vision was just, I don't want to have to work for anybody else. So how do I just get paid enough so that I don't need a freaking job? That, that was the, that was vision. James's future 1.0. Then that happened. And it was like, all right, let's go to the next step and to the next step. So it was, it was just like, how do I can pay my bills and like live on my own? So I don't have to live with my parents anymore. And I only need like five grand a month. And I can do that less than that three grand. I moved out when I was making three grand a month. I'm like, peace, I'm out. And that was it. 
Um, and you know, then it was just a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit more. And it, you know, that was four years of struggling to even get to that three gram. Like that was pathetic. I took, I took a lot, I'm a slow learner in that regard. And then, um, it was 2013 where some things really happened. And I went from about 300,000 a year to a million in one year. And even once we hit a million, I was like, I'm cool here. And like, fine, like I, there's, you know, we can get into all kinds of like money stuff too. I could go on so many tangents that so you gotta always reel me in, but you know, money becomes a huge conversation when we're talking about business and entrepreneurship. We all have a relationship with money. And I had a lot of issues with money. I couldn't, uh, I didn't think I was deserving of it. I couldn't hold on to it. So I was like spending, not just like spending on myself, like spending on the business. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, we should pay for it. You know, people do that. I watch people just take themselves down. They're like, oh, they just made some money. And they're like, oh, okay. I should probably buy like a $20,000 website now. So I had a lot of money stuff I had to work out. And, um, and then one day we're just like, I want to go big. Like, let's just, let's just go all in. And I got really like deeper on like, my, my purpose. And, um, we, in a year we decided like we were at about 2 million. I said, I think we should go for 10 million. And I started being led by that question. What would a $10 million digital CEO do? How does a $10 million a year entrepreneur operate? What does he focus on? What does the $10 million a year business look like? And I just kept asking that. So most people Ask, so the, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions that you ask, right? This is Richard Bandler, he's the founder of NLP. NLP was created out of modeling successful therapists and change makers. So quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions. I was asking this question, but I wanna expand upon it. The quality of your life is not just determined by the quality of questions you ask, but your ability to live in the question. So here's what happens is a lot of times you start asking a question like that what does a six-figure business owner do? And then what's the first answer? I don't know. And so now you have your answer, which is, I don't know. And I don't know three words are some of the worst three words you can ever say to yourself. So when you say, I don't know, you just decided to pinch off your genius. Your genius is like what Carl Jung, talk, Jung talks about with like tapping into the collective consciousness, the divine mind, the higher source of infinite wisdom and knowledge and you just said i don't want to access that geniuses we're all we all have a genius within it's our ability to connect to the collective and the, the, the this infinite storehouse of wisdom and knowledge divine mind that's what's called the divine mind we can do that when we're quiet we can do that when we're out of our head and into our body and we're quiet and the answer comes but it only happens when you have the courage to ask and listen but most people say they, they get in their head and they ask a question and then they say i don't know and then you just pinched off access to that. You have to be willing to F the how for now, right? Uh, fuck it, <laughs> F the how for now and be and live and in the question. When you live in the question, you receive the answer and it will come to you when you're like pooping on the toilet or driving in your car, okay? So I don't know your audience, so I don't know if I'm the right fit for your people, if I'm just like offending them all day long, but, um, but that's, that's what happened, right? So. I, I kept asking that question and I didn't know the answer. But the question for all of you is, can you be okay not knowing? And that's when you know you're making progress. It feels uncertain. It feels a little scary, 
I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what step is next. And people say all these things like, I don't have a clear, completed picture of every step A to Z. That's the employee thinking, folks. That's what employees need. I need to know all the steps in the order and give me the hand, give me the manual and the handbook to creating something from nothing. Read that again one more time slowly, right? That doesn't make sense. You're creating it as you go, folks. You build your wing. I'm going to push you off the cliff and you're going to build your wings on the way down. That's how it's done, right? But people go, no, 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 no. And they're too busy saying, no, I don't know, I don't know, instead of just getting to work building their wings. And it starts with that question, that question. I kept asking that question. Answers started coming. And we had a coach. This is my last thing. I'll shut up. We had a coach for, for Jilly, who you know. She's a number two in our company. She's a leadership coach coaching Jilly. And in January, February of that year, she said, well, what's your guys' goal for the company? And I told her, 10 million. Hmm. She goes, well, what'd you guys do last year? And I said, well, we actually just ended it at three. But you know, in the past, we've been around like 2 million. And she laughed at us. We hired a very expensive leadership coach and told her we we're going to go from three to 10 million a year. And she laughed at us. And that boggles me because I've been doing this a long time. And like the whole big thing for me, like if I have one party message for people, it's like, go beyond reason, go beyond belief because anything is possible. And the more unrealistic and crazy you can be, the better. And to have a coach laugh at us because we were thinking bigger is crazy to me. We want to applaud that. Applaud the ridiculousness. Uh, applaud the unreasonableness. The unrealisticness. People are being too damn realistic. Realistic. Well, the logical answer would be the logical thing. F logic. We're entrepreneurs. We're here to defy logic. And sure enough, yeah, long story short, we didn't hire that coach again. And we got to $9.4 million that year. And it would have, just by the little side note, it would have been 10 because I had another offer that I was offering. It was a mastermind thing that we were doing. And I decided not to do it because I wanted to work less next year. I was like, that was a lot of work, guys, that I don't really want to do as many events and stuff. So I, but if I would have renewed it, I already had a waiting list that would have filled it. So we would have had it, you know what I mean? And, um, and it was all driven by that question and that new identity that I was stepping into. And that meant I had to do a lot of letting go, a lot of letting go of what I had been focusing on, a lot of letting go of old beliefs and old behaviors and creating new ones. And if you want to grow the business or change the business or change your life and your, your circumstance and you're unwilling to change how you show up, what you do, your skills, your beliefs, and your identity. This has already been proven. This is like psychology and that like 60 years of, you know, backed evidence procedure of it. Nothing's going to change. And so that's, that's, I mean, so, so important for all of us. Hopefully that um, all makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is all amazing stuff. And you know, it's always great when I have guests, especially, you know, obviously you, you're, you're bringing it today and things that I'm reflecting on in just even what I'm doing. But the one thing that really stood out to me is talking about the vision. And I think, you know, cause I think I had this same interpretation. It kind of opened my mind in that a lot of times we want to have this vision and we're like, well, we need to have this vision and then you got to execute the vision. 
but you just talked about how your vision is going to move and change yeah. and grow. And what I almost, Do you know I, why? Do you know why? Share. Because you're moving and growing and changing. So it's like a movie projector, right? And you're projecting that vision, but the movie projector is moving. So as it moves, the picture moves and changes. And as you become more of who you're becoming, you create and project maybe a clear vision, a slightly different, a slightly bigger, whatever vision. And that's, that's normal. But I think a lot of people are too afraid to create a vision because they think it's going to be something locked in stone. Oh no, once I write this down or lock it in, it's unchangeable. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a moving, living, breathing thing. And, but you got to start somewhere, but anyways, go ahead. No. Yeah. I mean, it's so, um, from that, this level of clarity of seeing that from the vision and, and it just goes to show to, I, I wouldn't be appropriate if I didn't share this quote, because I've said it so many times that, that I, that's your quote. I haven't posted on it. It's like action creates clarity. It's my all time yeah. favorite quote. And I've been living that since I, I don't even know when I heard you say that, but it just goes to the same thing with the vision is having this vision and then executing what it's going to take to get the vision that you currently have. And those actions are going to open up new doors that create new vision and just evolving and changing. Why that's such a, I I didn't, you know, it's really funny. I just said it and people kind of say like what you're, Oh, that's so powerful. And I was like, really? Um, but here's why I realized it is a really powerful, important mantra to live by action creates clarity is because people are doing it backwards, right? They're waiting to take action. Once they have the clarity, um, they're waiting to have all the steps before they take the first step. And the way it works is you just, all I need to do is take, what's the step right in front of me I need to take. And it's either going to be in the right direction or the wrong direction. Simple as that folks, you're, you got to take a step. And it's either going to be in the right direction or the wrong direction. Guess what? When you take it, you'll know. When you know it's the wrong direction, you're that much closer to the right direction. When you know it's the right direction, you know it's the right direction, and the next step appears, and the next step, and the next step. And I have been doing that for 14 years, just taking one step in front of the other. Yeah, you have the vision. Where are we going and why are we doing this? But what's the next step? Amazing. Yeah. And, and I kind of want to circle back to something that you mentioned to around money and goal setting. And, you know, oh. obviously money is the, is a, is a big part of the business. You talk about this, you know, you've had a lot of recent episodes where you're talking about how it's the lifeblood. Like you need to have money coming in, you know, profit first, all of these things that are super important, but then also having this vision. And so when you think about this, the vision and, from a financial aspect, how, how do you go about making it? So from someone, cause I know you're not all about the money. Hence you just said, like you turned down money to not get the 10 million. So how do yeah. we kind of create this vision as a money, as a goal, but also not using that as our necessarily driving force? Yeah. 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 Again, another really powerful, important question. I think a lot of people are using money as a driving force and I want to say that's okay. Because right now, like anything that's going to motivate you to get off your butt, I'm just like, do it. So use it, right? Use it. But there's a big conversation that we can have about money that I'll try to keep as concise as possible that you got to be really careful. Money has a lot of power. And so when you give your power to money, it has power over you. 
So a lot of people, money changes them. People become greedy. People develop self-importance and ego, and they think they're better than because they have it, or they think they're not good enough, not worthy, not lovable, not deserving until they have it. Like that's where, when we did our big first like launch with my YouTube course and blew that out of the water, we did $400,000 in 30 days this is back in 2011 made all this money in a short amount of time. And I actually fell into like a really deep, dark depression. Like I didn't want to get off. I went from this like super inspiring, like, like, like you, like young Nick, like, yeah, let's go. Boom. So all of a sudden I made it. And I, I just like started smoking pot and drinking like every night. I wouldn't get off my couch and like watch everything on Netflix, watch the office like three times. Um, I was depressed. I didn't realize it until hindsight, but I was depressed. Here's why I was depressed for four and a half years. I was chasing money. I finally got some and I realized it wasn't money I was chasing. I was chasing significance. I was chasing worth. I was chasing something to change within me. And I thought that money would do that. And when I, all that money hit my bank account, nothing changed. I was the same pitiful self-loathing pathetic person that I saw myself when I looked in the mirror. That was a beautiful experience for me. And you guys don't have to go through that. But today, uh, yeah, I'm driven by service. I love helping people. I, I say today, this is a great thing that kind of almost sounds contradictory to what I'm saying, which is great. I love to kind of be paradoxical in ways. Uh, I say that the real destination is the doing. So have the vision of the money, have the vision of the business, but the destination is in the doing. In other words, I'm doing it right now, folks. I'm living my vision on Nick's podcast. We're hanging out, we're shooting the shit and I'm doing it. And that's it. I, I'm, I'm living the vision today. And when I'm doing my destination and I'm being the destination, I'm living the destination. It's important to me that my values are met. So fun is right at the top for me. Everything I do, I have to have fun. That's why I'm kind of making silly jokes or like doing things. Cause it's gotta be fun. Like sometimes I get a little too serious and I'm like, all right, but it's all fun. You know what I mean? Like, let's have fun. Is he serious? Is he having fun? It's both. But it's really important to me that every day and in my business and what I'm doing is about fun. It's not about survival. It's not about need or I have to make more. It's not enough. Or I'm going to stress. I'm going to work. It's like, this is all just a effing game. It's a fun game. It's an important game, but it's a game and I'm having fun and I'm having fun every day. So I'm, I'm in my vision. I'm fulfilling my vision. I'm having fun every day. And you know, I don't, yeah, I don't need to make that. Oh, that extra 600,000. Yeah, I gotta cry. You know, like I don't, I don't do that today. I'm being of service. I'm making a difference in someone's life and I'm having fun. And, um, you know, that's, that's really what it's about for me. And so if, if it's only about money for always, you know, you're going to get to that rude awakening where it's like, whoa, <laughs> it's never enough. It doesn't change you. It doesn't fill that hole that we created there within us. And so, uh, today, I won't let money change me. Instead, money is a tool, and that's it. Money is a tool, okay? Yeah. So right now, I like to give a little little metaphors and stories of my life. Uh, Nick knows, because he teases me about it, that I'm building a camper van, right? So I did this for two reasons. Number one, because I knew it would be fun AF, and I knew it would push the crap out of me. Like this is humbling me on a daily basis. Okay. So this is literally like a tiny home on wheels. <laughs> Woo! Excuse me. 
okay? It's got running water, hot water, electricity, solar panels, heater, air conditioner. I'm even putting heated floors in this thing. It's got cabinetry, insulation, lights, switches. I mean, it's an entire freaking home plumbing system. Like, are you kidding me? I've never built a home, let alone a home in a car. And it's pushing me. So as I'm building this, there's certain tools that I need. You know, when I have a hammer, I can hammer, hit a nail in. And when I get a drill, I can, and I'm learning about new tools. I'm like, wow, look what this thing does. A hydraulic crimper for my electrical system, right? It's a tool. And you look at something like a hammer. Is a hammer good or bad? What? What a stupid, what does that mean? Is it good or bad? It's just a hammer. It's a very neutral thing. It's a tool. And it's really comes down to who's wielding that tool. You can have a carpenter build a house or like a dollhouse, playhouse for their, for their daughter with that hammer. You could have someone destroy a house with that hammer. So you can create with that tool and you can destroy with that tool. Money is the same way. Money is a tool. It always comes down to the individual who knows how to harness that power and harness that tool. How are you going to use that tool? And that's up to you. That's none of my business. But that's how I look at it. To me, the only reason that money drives me today is I say, with more of this tool, I get to reach more people. The only reason I can be on this podcast today is because I have money to pay a team to do a lot of things for me, period. If I was doing it all myself and Nick said, do you want to come on my podcast? I'd say yes, but I can't. I don't have the time. I can't. I'm doing too much. I'm doing it all myself. But because I have money, I can pay people, amazing people at amazing prices to help me. And then we can use money as a tool to have better marketing, pay for advertising and reach more people, you know? Yeah, of course it can afford your lifestyle and get you the things you want and all that type of stuff. Absolutely. But there's really not that much money you need. I found that out too. There's not really that much money you need in order to like live a very comfortable lifestyle. You really don't. Believe it or not, with a $10 million a year company, my salary that I pay myself is like 120, 140,000. And living totally fine on that. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm too simple of a person, um, but I can live just fine on that money. And that's amazing, you know? Um, so you don't need that much in order to, but when you, why I'm sharing all of this, is that you get to step into more power when you see money as the tool that can fulfill on a bigger vision, fulfill on a bigger purpose. In other words, when people said, James, what was it like taking your business from 3 million to 10 million, having all that extra money? I was like, nothing. There was no, absolutely no difference in how I felt or who I thought I was or any of that stuff. Like, I can't let money change me. I, wouldn't, I would never let it change me. Like, who are you? With zero dollars in the bank account, who are you with a million and who are you with a hundred million in the bank account? And when you find yourself being the same person in each of those three scenarios, that's a very powerful place to be. What? Why? Because if you change with more money, then that means money's changing you. And when money's changing you, money has power over you. When money has power over you, you are controlled by money. And when you're controlled by money, it's only a matter of time before you lose it. People aren't going to believe me because this is kind of like, crazy weird out there stuff but you start playing that bigger game you start you start to recognize how that how that's true right everything is for the pursuit of money everything is 
is nothing becomes more important. We sacrifice our health, our family, our friends, relationships, all of that stuff for it. And it will continue to slip out of your, out of your grasp when you do that. But don't take my word for it. You can prove me wrong anytime you want. But yeah, money is a big, big piece of this, big relationship with it. Yeah. Wow. So powerful, you know, and I, there's a lot of things out there with this, with a similar, you know, I use this example for like social media. It's like, it can be poison, you know, but it could also, yes, it can, be, it can yes, also it can. be a tool. Yeah. It's an, a, a way yes. to grow your business, a way to connect with more people, you know, all of, yeah. all of these things. And I do have to comment on something real quick for, for the, the, sure. the camper van. I absolutely do love. It's like, you know, the SNL skit, like more cowboy. I'm like more camper van. That's what I want. More camper van. <laughs> This guy lives in his van down by the river. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think there's an awesome analogy with the camper van as well. In you could have paid for a completed van, you know, done and done, just uh-huh. like uh-huh. yes, I buy the van. Yes, but here you are building out. Like, I mean, wow. if you guys saw the Instagram, <laughs> he's literally cutting windows. Like, you know, he's cutting windows yeah. in the van. I'm like, oh my god, in the in the side of the van, like yeah. cutting metal out of a $75,000 Mercedes van. That that has a little anxiety when you do that. Let me tell you, don't, don't make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pressure. Like, you know, got to make sure. But oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like what a cool thing to be able to do because at the end of the day, you're customizing it to you. You're building it how you want it to be. And so to a certain extent, you know, it's your van by design, you know, the same yep. way that, you know, <laughs> Uh, yeah. See what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> You're building your business by design. You're not going to go out and buy this. It's enjoying the journey and creating it how you want to create it. And I think that's just such a, it's a powerful analogy. Yeah. And it's, that's what I wanted to do. People think I'm crazy. Like, why are you doing that? You have the money to just go buy one. Like part of the, part of the thing I want is the experience of building and creating. And that's a really interesting thing that I just, you know, I, I see myself today, and this will make sense to Nick, like much more of a coach than just like a business teacher or something. Because far less concerned with that second level of logical levels, of like here's what to do, let me tell you what to do. I wanna, I wanna help you like, think, act, and be like the entrepreneur, what we call the digital CEO that your business needs. And there's a lot of people out there that are like, they just want people to build their business for them. And I just think that's like disgusting. Like if that's you, you got to knock that crap out. Like, oh, I joined this program and it's like, kind of was hoping they'd just do it for me or think for me or tell me every single step. And then I would just have money in my bank account. And that really baffles me because what is it that I've already said in 14 years of this that I've figured out? The destination is the doing. And you, despite what you think, and this is kind of like an ego thing, right? Like your ego might be saying you want someone else to build a business for you. But I think deep down, that's just not the case. Because let's say someone came in, like let's say Nick and I came in, we just built your business for you and then you just get the cash checks. When you look back, and what got created, you don't get to say that you did that. That's really not even your accomplishment at all. We did that. You're the same person that you were. You didn't grow, you didn't learn, you didn't experience, and you don't get to celebrate the win. 
of who you became, what you let go of, what you conquered, and what you accomplished. And isn't that what we came here to do? For me, what drives me? The vision is not the vision. The vision is what sets the stage for me to become more of who I'm becoming. And that's the destination. Who do I become in the process, in the pursuit of this vision? That's the goal. The destination is in the doing. And that's what you should be obsessed with. That's what you should fall in love with is the process of who I'm becoming, who I'm shedding, what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing, so that you get to look and say, I did this. I mother effing did this. I am being pushed and getting my ass kicked by that van. Every day it wins, but I come out there again and I, and I, I get back up and the next day I'm out there. We're gonna dust myself off and like, we're doing this. And one day it's gonna be done. And you all laugh at me right now because like, oh, a lot of people laughing. He's like, what is this, this weirdo doing? But when you see that finished thing and I see that finished thing, I'm like, I freaking built that. I, I did that. And it's mine and I own it. That's the experience I'm chasing. That's what I want. And that is why I said I'm doing this myself. Amazing. So powerful. I love it. And I can't wait to see the van done. I mean, it seems like you're pretty... <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. Um, well, I would say 40%. 40%. But you, yeah, you yeah. got, so you got a lot of the internal stuff, but you got a lot of the structure down, which is pretty yep. awesome. Yep. Um, yeah. But wow. I mean, oh my gosh. So this was so powerful in everything that you dis discussed here. I mean, we started off, you're talking about just, loving entrepreneurship. Like everyone should be an entrepreneur. I feel that same way. And I think yeah. it, because it's this level of growth that happens, these things that you're forced to exactly. overcome when you pursue this, it's such a powerful thing to look back on where you've come from, even just in the pursuit, like not even, even just thinking about a business and taking the steps to building a business. Like I had this five years ago, but I didn't actually launch, you know, until more recently, you know, a couple of years ago until where things, you know, then, then you're full-time in your business, you know, I'm full-time in my business. So all of these steps that lead, but there's all of these things that, that happen that you grow. And then you talked about, you know, these logical laws and these beliefs and these skills and how all of these things are so important and aligned in understanding these different parts. And I'm not going to go through, cause I, I wouldn't do it justice. If I went through, you can go back and listen to earlier parts of the episode, <laughs> but it was just, the, the beliefs I think is so powerful in, in that aspect and really taking the time to become the best version of ourselves, become in that business, that person that we want to have, you know, you shared, um, mm -hmm. John Watson and the three things, you know, getting clear on your blueprint, how does that business function? And then being that company that you want to see. And it's such a funny thing now. too. Yeah. Now, yeah. because you're, you're like, what it, taking what could be appear as a massive complex thing, like building a $10 million business to a simplified process of just, you know, be this person. Oh, okay. All right. I'll start you do, yeah. just thinking differently. And I love that you talked about the questions that you asked, because if you're, let's say, looking at your goals, setting your goals and you write down, this is my goal, but then you're not actually looking at what it's going to take, the actions around it, 
the vision that comes with those action items and asking those questions. All right, you, you put your goal. I want to, I want a $10 million business. Okay. Well, what needs to be done? What needs to be done today? What needs to be done over the next month, the year, and really making it happen and figuring it out. And, and, you know, to go back to, cause I think the favorite part for me, cause I guess it hit me was the vision and understanding how your vision is going to grow and change just mm -hmm. as you are growing and changing. You know, you use the movie analogy, yeah. which is great. I know you're a big, mm -hmm. big movie buff. Um, and I think that's <laughs> such a cool aspect, you know, and, and just understanding, like, even if you're, let's say niching down, it's like, you can still grow and change that niche. You can change your business name. You can change your logo. Oh, yeah. You can change who you sell to. None of these things are concrete. Mm -hmm. Nothing in this world is like, okay, this is how it needs to be. You know, you can, you know, aside from gravity and things of that sort, although you go into yeah. space and gravity is not there. So technically, you know, right. <laughs> so like already thinking about the questions. Let's already. Build, a, build a business on Mars. And there we go. Yeah. Probably not <laughs> with too, Elon Musk. Yeah. Not too far off. Um, uh, no. And then just like understanding the, the money. And, and I love how you, how you structured and just really understanding that money is a tool. If you want to help people. Yeah. One of the best ways to do that is through money, either getting in front of more mm -hmm. people, you know, if you have nonprofits that you want to fund and create, that's all done yeah. through money. It's just, it's such an amazing, um, powerful tool. Um, and so with all of this, do you have any last things that you would love to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I do. I have so many things. Um, if someone has, or wants to have the business around their coaching, their digital products, you know, et cetera, because this is who we help. Um, I like to keep it really simple. I mean, I can teach you all the steps and all the things, but it's important that we start with a simple plan. And the first thing I say is that it comes down to two things for people. Attract your audience and sell them what they want. And if you just operated in both of those spheres every day, you'd be amazed at where you end up 12 months from now. What am I doing today to attract my audience? What am I doing today to sell them what they want? And if you've already been in business a little bit and you're looking to grow, here's my simple philosophy, simple, simple. I mean, this is so simple and it's a guaranteed, guaranteed more money this year uh, than last year. Guaranteed, if you wanna make more money this year than last year, put more offers in front of more people and you'll make more money. Now, I like to, to have these simple things and leave you with these simple things because there's a lot out there. I get it. It's a lot of noise. There's a lot of advice. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of opportunities. And just like everything else we've been talking about, like social media, like money, it can be used for good or bad. And what's going to help you receive and use that advice properly is when you have that solid foundation to begin with. And that is attract your audience. So you're either going to get advice and stuff that's going to help you attract your audience or, and sell them what they want, or it's a complete waste of time and distraction. And a lot of people think they need a lot of tools. They need a lot of strategies. They need to be on all the places and doing all the things. No, you, you, can, you can get started with a very small audience. Like, that's what I love is like these influencers that are like millions of followers, you know, these like young 20 something millennials that are like half naked photos of them on these exotic beaches. Like, look at my perfect life. 
they don't make any money, folks. Go Google this. They do not make a freaking dime. They can't sell their own little stupid t-shirts. And, you know, it is what it is. And then you have these micro, um, you know, influencers, if you will, these thought leaders. They have like two to 4,000 followers and they have a seven-figure business. You don't need a huge following to have a business. Attract your audience, and it can be a small audience, and then sell them what they, here's the keyword, already know. And the more you keep what you're doing simple, you have the vision, you have a simple plan for doing it, the more likely you are to actually fulfill on that vision, the more likely you are to make that money, have that impact, attract those customers. And when you make the doing your destination, in other words, I'm doing that podcast. I'm creating that content. I'm helping those people. I'm doing this. I'm doing it. And I'm here now. And this is it. And I'm happy. And I'm having fun. And if this, if this is all I did for the rest of my life, pinch myself, I'm in heaven, then you're already there. And when you're already there, that's when things start taking off. That's my parting gift. Amazing. Such an amazing parting gift. And I did want to comment on something that you, that you did and less than what you said is just to comment on just your pure genius and skills of like lowering the tone of your voice. And I'm noticing this because you've trained me in this in how you use different tonalities and lowering your voice to bring in, bring people in. It's just, it's so powerful. And I wanted to comment <laughs> on because pro- other people probably don't notice it. And just, there are things happening that this Hello. man is doing right now that are just like, uh, it's so incredible. So it's not just about what you're saying, which has been incredible, but also how you're doing it. So thank you so much. I'm going to put everything in in the (laughs) show notes, follow James. I I know all this information. A lot of times I ask, Hey, how to get in touch with you, but I'm going to give everyone all the information in the show notes, following James at James Webmore on Instagram. You can see more of his van production as well as some amazing (laughs) things, some amazing testimonials. At one point there was a testimonial of yours truly, because I am just blown away by business by design, the community Mm. signing up has literally changed my life because it propelled me forward in so many ways to coming to BBD live. I met all these people, had friends, then had the privilege and honor to be one of your coaches, which has been just a, a, a thing I can't even express of how much this has changed my life. And so like, Thank you so much for all that you do. You literally have impacted me on levels that I could not even put into words. I would cry right now in how much, you know, you have literally impacted me. So to have you on the show, to be here right now, to spend this time with me right now is just truly amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. I really, I really appreciate it. And that's why I do what I do. You know, it's, that's a, that's a joy to me. And that's why I do it. And um, the destination is the doing. So we're doing that. And I just want to encourage other people to do that as well. So well, thanks, buddy. Love it. Go out there, do it. Thank you, listeners. Make it happen. And remember, let's keep growing together. Wait, one more thing. Sharing is caring. If you received value from today's episode, share it with a friend so they can enjoy it too. We can all win by helping each other grow. Thanks for listening. See you next week.